Yo, howdy, welcome to THPS Podcast, episode number 48, the big 4-8. Thanks for joining, thanks for coming, thanks for hanging out. We appreciate uh, everybody coming by and giving us some support and uh, some love, and uh, your presence here is definitely uh, valued, and we're thankful for you. So, thanks for taking some time. My name is The Dode Man, and at this time, rocking the bungle cast from our last episode as a shout-out. Please welcome my <laughs> co-host, Freddy. Uh, you know I had to pay tribute to Mr. Bungle. <laughs> Especially since you now knew that he wasn't going to uh, be having any problems with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's funny. All right, so uh, we're going to get rolling here. Uh, we ha uh, we just have a couple of things that we want to talk about before we uh, introduce our guests for this evening. Uh, I-5 tournament wrapped up. We have Connect, uh, uh, Konek, Konek. <laughs> I don't think anybody quite knows how to pronounce uh, pronounce their name, but uh, big, uh, big uh, win um, from them, and uh, huge props, uh, huge props to them for the for taking the the W home. Uh, great tournament, uh, huge props to the organizers, judges, and participants. Uh, so, uh, Freddie, how did you how did you fare? <laughs> did you enjoy I five? Did you enjoy I five? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was an incredible tournament. It kept everybody on the edge of their seat for several weeks in a row. And major props to Kinect and not only him, but Green and Drizzt as well for the number two and third spots. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. It was a lot of fun to see. And then at the same time, just uh, right after that, Andy Andy Phipps, uh, he put on Act 2, the 2v2 graffiti tournament. And a big congratulations to Bullet and Prezi for the dub. Uh, another awesome tourney, great prize pool. I think they had almost 1500 bucks in prizes or something like that. Just a crazy, absolutely crazy. So a lot, uh, really cool, great tournament there. Uh, it was great. So, uh, 2v2, and I know that Andy is planning on doing more, uh, tournaments, uh, in the future. So, uh, that should be really good. Did you catch any of those rounds, uh, Freddie? Catch any of that stream? I didn't catch it live. Uh, it caught the VO, the VOD, but, um, yeah. You know, my question is, when it comes to raw um, balance, who can stop Bullen and Prev? Oh, gosh. Yeah, there's no question about that. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Just crazy, crazy stuff. Those guys are those guys will be tough to beat for sure. So, all right, cool. All right, so uh, without further ado, uh, we're going to welcome to the podcast today Red Bull. He's a well-known improv player. He's in the current uh, THPS community. He's still considered one of the best improvers uh, during the Thaw era, so American Wasteland era, which is a little later than a lot of our guest events. So this is going to be great to hear, hear from him. Uh, he started playing uh, THPS on, on uh, PlayStation 2, first uh, played Thug 2, and then started his online career with the, with the release of American Wasteland in, in uh, 2005. First did high scoring, tag whoring, sometimes some glitch finding. Wasn't until he saw improv videos. And, and he watched experienced players uh, play online from clans like OAS and TS that got him into improv and taking the game more seriously. His style, which he defines as a combination between Drizzt, <laughs> I can't ever say that name right, Drizzt, Drizzt, <laughs> Drizzt, um, 
uh, movement and Jen's, uh, Yen speed. Uh, it's gotten him invitations into some of the best clans in THPS uh, in the community. DOC, NNC, OAS, NG, and now the Mythic TLT. Uh, he's also the co-founder of Inc. INC period uh, with a desire to contribute to the Hispanic Tony Hawk's Pro Skater community created in 2010 an interactive website that would help over 100 players improve their gameplay with tech tutorials, basic improv, <clears throat> and whore tips all explained in Spanish. Uh, even though he states that he lacks knowledge of video editing, he loves making videos and has released several across his career. In 2016, he started playing Thug Pro after the, the decay of the American Wasteland online community and has been an active participant ever since. Everybody, please give a huge THPS podcast. Welcome to Red Bull. Quite an introduction. Hello. <laughs> <Guys>. <laughs> Welcome to you. <clears throat> Thanks for doing this. Thanks for taking the time to come and hang out with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, excited to get to talk with you here tonight and uh, hear a lot more about you. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm going to ask you a question just off the cuff to start. That's just where actually are you located? Where Where do you hail from? What What country are you from? Peru. Peru. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had heard that, but I wanted to just get that out there for the guests. So that's awesome. Peruvian uh, in the house. That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, from Peru, uh, Lima. Exactly. Yeah. Lima, Peru. I love it. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, let's get into the Tony Hawk stuff, and let's talk about this a little bit. We're going to hit, as always, our general questions and quick hits as we get to know you a little bit. So uh, let's start out with the classic. What is your favorite Tony Hawk game and why? Um, I know the game is not that good uh, in comparison to some other THPA titles, but I have to say um, Tony Hawk American Wasteland is my favorite one um, because there is where I spent most of my childhood. Um, sure. I remember enjoying the history mode a lot. I thought it was amazing. Uh, a whole new experience for me. And um, yeah, um, uh, I thought Tao had a memory, uh, memorable story and the way they used to introduce the new techniques added in the game, like uh, wall climbing, wall jump, uh, double back uh, and front front flip <clears throat> and the bird slides it was uh, quite interesting yeah the bird slides uh, oh there's a there's a huge <laughs> fan of the series nevada i'm sure you've seen him before around in the community he's like once bird slides added into thug pro in the worst way he's like started like a petition for it or something <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so, so um i'm oh, sorry no go uh, ahead uh, go ahead so yeah, um, I mean, it was because of that, the history mode, and well, because I started there, you know, um, without that game and all the stuff that I learned over the years playing it, um, I, I was never going to make it to TLT, so uh, that's basically the, the main reason, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Makes a lot of sense. I think that's the, the, the what's classic for a lot of us, where we kind of cut our teeth, where, where we grew up, where we played and hung out the most on those titles, whether it's the most critically acclaimed game in the series uh, or not. It's uh, it's what it means the most to you. So absolutely makes a lot of sense. And Rebel, why don't you give a shout out to three of your favorite Tony Hawk players? 
Well, um, there are great players right now, um, but due to their influence and their skill in the game, and um, also because I think they are cool dudes, I'll say uh, Green, Jens, and Drist, three of my favorite uh, players of all time, yeah. Awesome. All solid players. It was fun having Green on the podcast. Yeah, yeah just solid, solid people. <clears throat> uh, what is your favorite and then your least favorite online game mode? Favorite? Um, well, because this is the game that the majority of improv rooms play it. Uh, trick Attack. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and uh, least favorite, Scavenger Hunt. Yeah, um, that game is, is just weird. Man. Uh, it was a nice attempt to add something different, I guess. But uh, no, nah, man, that game is simply not appealing to me. And um, and I think the, to most of the community as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not, a, that's not a fan favorite. I don't think I've heard anybody say they... <laughs> That's that's what they love. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's funny too. Whenever yeah, whenever improv players say trick attack, I'm like, yeah, but you guys aren't playing for points. <laughs> You're using trick yeah, attack for other means, <laughs> but that's totally that's totally cool. So. <laughs> and what would you say is your favorite level from all of the Tony Hawk games? Um. Well, now we. Took Pro, there are quite a variety of maps from all the series. Uh, I've been enjoying a lot recently the the Duck One maps, for example, like um, like Moscow, uh, Vancouver, Hawaii. Um, and, it, and I think that's the game in the whole series with better maps overall. But uh, but still, I mean, I, I gotta say, uh, Kyoto till this day is my favorite level. Um, oh. Yeah, Kyoto. Or Coyote, I don't know how. <laughs> Wasn't there some controversy on how it was pronounced too? Shout out to PTC. What? What's the chat here? Dode man's getting older. Yeah, that's true. It's that's a that's a feels old man. Uh, I love it. All right. Uh, do you have a favorite custom level? Have you played many of the custom levels? Um, Laraxians and Satins and Tyler's, all those different people? Um, I'm not much into custom levels, but uh, I'll say hands down all the Larsen maps. Okay. Um, and, I have to, and I have to choose one, Baltimore. Um, that is an amazing level. It's the, uh, in my opinion, it's the perfect balance for bigger action, uh, flat ground improvs, or or even both. Um, the map is full with details, all the textures. I mean, all the all three of larger maps are full with that. But uh, yeah, Baltimore is is my favorite. Yeah. So many hours uh, he put into Baltimore and just yeah. adding the adding the stuff you know that he added and yeah super super good solid I cannot argue there a lot of hard work indeed yes yeah and what would be your favorite Tony Hawk video or series of videos um I'm between uh, two videos um. I think there are amazing videos that has been released uh, recently, but uh, my all-time favorites are uh, Jens, uh, what's your name? 
um, Andrist's uh, Itis. I don't know if you guys saw it. it um, it's a 2-1 improv video. And um, not only I think they are two great improv videos, but uh, they also have made like an important impact in my in my gameplay. Um, I remember watching watching those. It was like, <laughs> all right, that is I I want to play like that. I I want to do what they are doing. And uh, well, yeah. Ever since I wanted my videos to be uh, like just uh, raw, entertaining uh, improv videos. That's all I'm looking for right now. Sure. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think I saw the Drista one. I don't think I saw the other one that you mentioned, but um, yeah, there's some it really good content. Yeah, there's some great, great videos coming out right now, and even I mean, not just now, since forever, but uh, yeah, yeah, super good. Yeah. Uh, so, what's your favorite technique or mechanic in all of the gameplay? Um, it's a basic one, but I think it's it's important. Um, I like uh, drop downs a lot. Uh, I use them all the time. I think it's a useful tool for improv in general. And uh, I mean, uh, there are some techniques that start from there too, like uh, air manual, for example, VHRA, uh, um, and I think there are probably a, a, a few a few more that I'm forgetting right now. But yeah, drop down drop downs are my my favorite mechanic right now. Yeah, drop downs are, uh, we've gotten that answer a few times and they're super useful and they add a lot to the gameplay for sure. All right, Arby, we're going to move on to some more in-depth specific questions. Can you tell us the story of how you got your current username and have you ever used any other usernames in game? (laughs) Uh, man, um, I really have given a lot of <laughs> of thought to this. I legit just don't have no idea how I ended up with that player name. It was long time ago, but um, I think it was because at the time I used to like Red Bull's TV commercials a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I found them very confusing as a kid, but uh, interesting at the same time. Um, I remember it was just drawings and, and a weird plot. And then out of sudden, uh, a guy grows wings. Saying, <laughs> in, well, in Spanish, it's Rebel Tidalas. Rebel gives you wings. <laughs> um, as a kid, I, I don't know. Uh, it kind of caught my attention for some reason. And um, and then when I first bought my first Red Bull, uh, I feel special because, uh, well, here in Peru, it was kind of expensive, uh, especially for just a kid, you know, and um, I don't know, it has a particular flavor I never tasted before, and anyways, I I guess uh, I related how I wanted to play in the game uh, as fast as I could, could. and um, uh, the fact that it's an energy drink, so yeah, that's basically how I got the name. (laughs) Use it to enhance your gameplay so you can play faster. (laughs) That's great. Uh, <laughs> it's still, I, I tried to change it before, but uh, nah, everyone already knew me as Red Bull. So yeah. You're kind of stuck with it. It's hard to change your yeah. name once it's established for sure. <laughs> That's great. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so what was the first uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game you played, and what was that like for you? 
Um, it was talk too. Yeah. Um, I, to be honest, I barely remember the day. Um, I remember playing it with my cousin, uh, with my cousin's PS2, and um, when I was like uh, nine years old, around that age in 2005. Um, fun fact: uh, I haven't thought about it until you guys asked me. Um, I always thought it was uh, I began playing the first ever Tony Hawk game, and uh, and then I hoped right into town, but. But I remember perfectly that there was a, a freak-out mechanic my cousin used to do all the time. And um, the first time that this mechanic was added, this feature was added was in the took, took 2. So it was that game. Um, it made a huge impact for me. Uh, I like it a lot. And um, then Tau came out, and uh, I just uh, bought it. Yeah. But yeah, I basically started with that game. If you don't mind me asking, how old were you when you played Thug 2 for the first time? Oh, 2005, I guess it was like nine years old, yeah. Wow. Okay, so you started early, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and did you play any of the Robomoto titles? Like, what are your thoughts on Ride, Shred, HD, and Tony Hawk 5? Um... No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta admit, though, um, Tony Hawk Ride had an interesting approach for the game. Um, I mean, I, I've never skated in real life, but um, I thought it was an interesting concept. But but then I heard it was um, unplayable or stuff like that, so I just kept playing Tau. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about the other ones, to be honest. I just know that everyone disliked them. And... Um, yeah, I remember when THPS 5 was announced. Uh, for some reason, I was expecting to uh, the best of the first four games, but with better graphics. I think everyone was expecting that. Yeah. But uh, I think it just didn't feel uh, the community expectations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very well said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm always such a bad critic of it, and I always kind of feel bad, but... It is what it is. It was a it was a massive disappointment, uh, not just for me, for lots of people. So uh, that's mm, that's yeah. well said. That's uh, so have you uh, have you checked out uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two, the remaster? If you have, do you like it? Do you still play it right now? Uh, I do have uh, THPS One uh, Plus Two. Yeah. Um, nice. Uh, I did enjoy the game for the first days, actually. Uh, I enjoyed the graph, the graphics, the the mechanism of the game, how the tricks look, the specials. <clears throat> but I think the poor variety of the levels and the online mode, damn, uh, utterly disappointing. It, it was it was just a bad online mode. Yeah. Um, online online plays what kept the series alive all these years. And that game has some mediocre online mode, in my opinion. Uh, I think they should have worked more on that. Uh, I used to be playing the game after the first week. <laughs> yeah, it was boring for me. Oh, interesting. So you played it for about a week, wow. Yeah, just the first week. Okay. I haven't touched the game ever since. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's do, that does speak to the fact that online play is what keeps a community around if you if there's strong online play. Uh, 
I mean, obviously, Thug Pro is a great example of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, huge respect, by the way, to the other high-scoring players who are currently playing it. They're crushing the game. Um, yeah. Like, uh, the, like the Sin Clan, I think. Bobbit, oh, yeah. Prev. They're yep. totally cleaning it, and to I totally respect that. But uh, at least for me, it wasn't playable. I just, I just want to play to pro, you know. Sure. Yep. Got it. So over the course of your Tony Hawk career, you've been involved with multiple clans: DLC, NNC, OAS, NG, Inc., and TLT. Can you tell us what each of these? stand for and give a little bit of the history of the clans and shout out some of the players that were in them? Ah, okay. Well, um, that's a good one. Um, well, Doc, I think it just means uh, that. Uh, doctor. Okay. <laughs> not, really, not really know the, the real meaning, to be honest, but um, I remember being a member for a short time, actually. Uh, at the time, I was an unknown uh, player wanting to get better at the game and uh, I remember just asking uh, the, the leader of one of the leaders of the clan which was which is Dixis um, he, uh, he was the one who used to play more Tau uh, I never seen uh, MLI before I think he was just too too based anyways um, I asked him if I could join um, and he just said sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is yeah, sure, join. Um, I like the clan, the clan a lot. Uh, great input players. There's, um, uh, well, MLI, Mali, um, then there's this player, Dimni, DMNY, Jab, uh, Swat, and of course, Dixis. Um, it is a Russian clan, I believe, uh, but somehow I was in it. Um, and then there is uh, NNC. Uh, which stands for No Name Clan. It's a Polish <laughs> clan. Okay. Um, uh, amazing clan as well. Uh, I think it's amongst the best from that country at the time. I don't quite remember uh, if I was invited or if I requested to join. It was a long time ago. Long time ago. Um, there are great players actually. They're currently active in Took Pro that were on that clan. Um, there is uh, Wanted. Oh yeah. It's currently in, in, in THO. Uh, Mieta, uh, the leader of uh, Il. Yeah. There's uh, Snoopy, uh, Noether, uh, great players as well. Nice, yeah. And, um, and yeah, so uh, in the Tao era, they released one of the best uh, team videos. Quash was the leader, and uh, it was uh, creative and uh, editing genius. That's great. Uh, so. Yeah, that's basically all for NNC. And uh, then there is OS, OAS. Man, I don't know if if you guys have heard of it. Um, right now, unfortunately, there are just a few members active. Uh, well, I think it's just water, as far as I can remember. Um, yeah, huge sounds right. I know. Him, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I know OAS for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was like one of the uh, top tier clans at the time. Um, I think I gotta mention AC as well. There's this clan called A AC AC Crow Two. Okay. Uh, I do know what I do know what's in it. It was quite difficult to join in any of those clans. Um, both had the best high scoring and skilled players around the time. 
Yeah. I remember uh, I have a friend from Ecuador. His name was uh, Juanjo. It's in Spanish. Uh -huh. Like he was, dude was a monster in the game. Top high scoring player. He sent his petition to join uh, AC and waited for months. He waited for months and uh, constantly playing, improving, but he never got accepted. He was, <laughs> it was really sad after that. Uh, well, yeah, after that, he wasn't the same, man. He wasn't playing the game anymore. I barely saw him online. And uh, he just dropped the game afterwards. I remember he saying he never wanted any other clan, just AC. Wow. Um, I personally uh, prefer OAS over AC because around that time I started playing the game. I think it was the year I saw their team video that till the present day it's uh, it's a toe gem. It's uh, simply called Clan OAS the movie. Um, it's a classic for for the top community. Um, nice. It was something, yeah, it was something I never seen before. Um, and well, long story short, uh, the leader. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, after I saw that video, I just wanted to be in that clan someday in my life. Yeah. So sure. anyway, um, I was invited by the most important members of the clan, uh, the leader Dead, who barely played the game at the time, and Dreamy, uh, who's an, another amazing player. Uh, Dreamy, and I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, I've heard the, the name. Saw, yeah. Um, Anyways, they randomly invited me to uh, X-Fire group. I wasn't expecting, expecting that at all. Um, a huge surprise to me. I used to play with Dreamy sometimes. Um, I accepted the invitation to the group, and there they was, all the members. Um, SNK, Element, Dreamy, Dead, Busted, I think. Uh, there was Winnie, who was the future leader of the clan after... That left, and uh, yeah, I believe it was Dreamy who asked me if I wanted to join, and uh, I remember re being really anxious. My <laughs> my heart was beating fast, and sure. um, <laughs> I didn't think about it. I, I didn't think about it. I just I just said uh, hell yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just accepted. So yeah, that was uh, that's a story for for OAS. I love and, it. Uh, well, unfortunately, the clan became inactive a few months later, and uh, I just have to move on, and and that's when the NG era comes in. I'm sorry, I think I talked too much. <laughs> no, you're great. This is great. This is good stuff. We, uh, Freddie, uh, Freddie, oh. quick, uh, quick to the draw here. He brought up uh, one of the original OAS team videos, original and sexy, which I did not know that's what that stood for. But uh, yeah, we're taking a look at some of that footage as you're as you're talking here. So go ahead, keep on going with the NG uh, piece. Okay, so NG. Um, during that time, I was uh, during the time I was an NG member. I realized one of my favorite uh, town videos and uh, it's also the longest I stood on a team too almost five years wow I think. yeah five years um, it had one of the most stacked rosters at the, at the time too uh, I remember just to name a few um, Rav was in uh, Rav Flo yeah Griffin Griffin Stunny uh, Corn, Seawalker wow um, Woody Koenig was in it as well. And well, um, Frost, the leader himself, during that time too, um, there was the 
that was the first clan ever I've been that was more two 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 one based than Tau. And uh I think they wanted to spend their team recruiting members from other games. Um anyways, um after two those two five years the clan also became inactive. Um I didn't want it to leave to be honest, but uh I was one of the few members active at the time and uh it was also the time when the Tau was the Tau era was almost over and um Took Pro was taking over. Everyone was just playing Took Pro and um I started playing Took Pro years after its release and um when I finally began to play it, for some reason, I decided to just go clanless. Um, no tag at all. It's just, just Red Bull. Yeah. And, and well, there's TLT, um, the line tough. Yep. I was, uh, I was so lucky that some TLT members knew me and uh, supported me uh, to get into the clan. Um, there is uh, Konek, uh, Boyash, and Aqua, of course. Uh, they knew me before and uh, encouraged the other members to save me. <laughs> uh, oh, huge thanks, yeah, huge, huge thanks to them. Huge thanks to them. Um, and there, there was also Electric and Steve with me as well. Uh, so yeah, um, so happy to be invited and to be part of his family, you know. And uh, I'm just here enjoying the game with some of the best players of all time. Yeah, for sure. Sorry for the long story, man. <laughs> no, not no. That's exactly what we're looking for. That's great. I love it. Good stuff. That's a see. So for me, some of the some of the stuff around the Thaw era and beyond, especially after Thaw, after kind of the community quieted down, a lot of that time and some of the players are a little bit of a mystery to me because I had a gap in there, you know. So I love hearing the, you know, I love seeing some of the color filled in in some of these years that, you know, I wasn't heavily active and to hear because I know there's phenomenal players all. All the way along and so it's really cool to hear these stories and we're watching a video that once had posted in the chat there we're watching the nnc great escape part one video great editing this is cool i haven't seen this video this is really good solid stuff <clears throat> Uh, so, uh, just reiterate reiterate again who invited you uh, to tlt it was aqua okay yeah um waka uh... <laughs> He was uh, the one who supported me the most. He nice. was publishing my stuff in the TLT Discord. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, Red Bull, you cite as having participated in multiple different playstyles over the years uh, high scoring, tag scoring, glitch finding, and improv. Which has been your favorite? Well, um, Improv, indeed. It's my, it's my stuff. It's my, it's what I do. My playstyle, and um, quite difficult to see me, uh, to see myself doing any other stuff. I, I still have a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the teams, the TLT skill level is so high that it kind of pushes me to never stop learning and always improving, um, which is something cool because. Uh, that maintains the game even more inter entertaining for me, and uh, yeah, just that's, improv. Yeah. That's great. That's that's always a good thing to surround yourself with players better than yourself, so that they can coach you and you can learn from each other, and they can give you tricks to and you know tips to improve and and to see their play style just motivates you. I've always been a big fan of that uh, of, of that kind of uh, theory. Yeah, 
Exactly. Yes. Uh, so give us some, you mentioned you had kind of done some high scores and did, got into a little bit of whoring and, and so forth. What are some high scores and some levels? What are, what are some of your tops? <laughs> well, I used to do high scoring at the beginning, but, uh, I was really far from being good. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think the only record I have is the billion points in LA wow. and, uh, I think it was just once, um, uh, I tried all night, and uh, after doing it, I was like, uh, "I'd fuck it. That's that, that's all the high scoring I will ever do. I'll never do it again." Yeah. <laughs> that was huge high scoring for me. That's a, a billion points. That's a pretty big <laughs> landmark to hit a billion. Um, it's something I haven't I haven't accomplished. <laughs> yeah, that's was a huge deal for me. Absolutely, that's awesome. Well, you answered the question. The next question was, had you ever hit a billion on any level? <laughs> well, <laughs> just to let me. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was done recording, so I, I don't have a, a video. Uh, I just have, like, a capture of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like a screen yeah, grab of it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> is that the, is that go to the to the pics or it didn't happen kind of conversation? <laughs> it's always yeah, been the thing. I still have that picture in my my computer. Oh, cool! <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so, what uh, what's your highest tag count that you've achieved in graffiti? Well, um, same thing with <laughs> with highs uh, with well, tahoring. Uh, I remember doing it, but uh, never was really into that kind of playstyle. Uh, playstyle. Um, if I will have to throw a number, probably around. 50 tags, nice. <laughs> barely reaching the the 100 in some map. Um, right now, never even tried to do a higher score. Uh, I'm just not interested in, in that kind of play. Mm -hmm. No, no, I think. That's fair. Yeah. So you got involved in the online community during the Thaw era. Now, this is when many of the old school, well-known and established players were leaving the series. What was it like trying to get involved when I'm sure you heard things like the Tony Hawk series is dead and things like that? Oh, uh, that that's a good one. Um, I did have heard stuff like that uh, that the series is the series are dead. Um, THPS died when the Tau came out. All, yeah. all the hate towards Tau, oh, uh, towards Tau. Um, well, I mean, all the sense of the word hate, but you know, uh, disgust towards the game. That was sucks, worst game of the series, and so on. Um, which, now that I have played the other classics, uh, the other classic THPS games, uh, and I have a, big, a bigger picture of the series, I'm kind of a... <laughs> but, uh, but at the same time, I used to just ignore those comments, since um, I didn't even know most of the old-school players. At the, at the time, uh, I knew three existence, and, and that's it. Uh, I didn't even um, know what they were talking about. Um, for me, uh, the Tau community was everything, and um, OS and AC were like uh, TLT and TXO for me. So, yeah, I was just focusing on getting better at the game. Um, I tried to play Tug 1. But, uh, you know, I was a PC player and a 2-1 PC version. 
was just uh, unplayable. Um, uh, it didn't give the the original PS2 version any any justice. So it was just Tau 24/7 for me. Hmm. Man, that's a really good piece of perspective there that I haven't heard anybody say before. Because I was one of those people that I was kind of a naysayer during that that era. You know, you really saw the online community dying off, and you saw you know a lot of players you know that we had played with for years at that time leave the series. And so to hear you say that you know that's what you knew, and so you didn't even really run into those players because they had already left or they were on their way out. So you guys had established kind of your own group, and so you guys were into it. You were committed to it that's really cool that's 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 something i hadn't really even pondered or thought about before but it makes a lot of sense and so you just loved it and played it for everything it was it's really cool that's an that's an interesting comparison oas being the txo of the thought era yeah and i wouldn't have put that together i really wouldn't have but it's true it really makes a lot of sense top players for for that time because there was no txo at that point um that's really cool hmm Good, yeah. good bit of history there. That's that that like I said, <laughs> it kind of colors in some stuff for me, uh, Red Bull. That's that's great. Um, so like uh, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 PC, uh, American Wasteland has kept a dedicated community of players uh, throughout the years. Even through the original Xbox version was shut down in 2010, PS2 version may have not seen a lot of activity these days. Random players continue to jump on the Xbox 360 and PC versions of the game to this day. Thaw's levels remain popular among players on Thug Pro, with East LA currently being ranked uh, the most played level on online of all uh why do you think thaw has resonated so much with uh tony hawk players and remained popular for so many years um that is uh very very interesting actually um i i think it might be because thaw was the most recent tony hawk game um they have an like an active online community sorry and um we were still around then um uh, we were still around when Duke Pro launched, and um, this mod, which was the greatest thing, the greatest thing that could ever happen to the game, was the the perfect uh, hook to keep up from leaving the game. So I I think that's basically the answer on, on why there's still a, a lot of Tau players quite active in the game, because we were still around at the time, and uh, yeah, I'm. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, East LA used to be like uh, Toast Manhattan. <laughs> um, <laughs> every 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 single player used to spawn that level. Uh, not sure why though. I mean, Tao has decent variety of maps. Um, there's uh, downtown, uh, Beverly Hills, uh, well K- Kyoto. But anyways, uh, to each his own, I guess. <laughs> So you're a big proponent of, of hey Thug Pro devs, let's uh, let's get the rest of the thaw maps in Thug Pro. I'm sure you're probably yelling for that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, how was it when you saw when you saw Ruins and Skate Ranch put it there here on the most recent update? That was probably pretty cool what? to get to play those exactly. again. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was that was a great deal. I'm still hoping that uh, downtown it's in it. Hopefully they add it in uh, in the fu- in, in the sooner future. Hopefully, yeah, that's a great map. <laughs> I usually say shout out to Gone, but let's say uh, you heard it here, Gone. 
<laughs> Do it as a favor to to Red Bull here. <laughs> Let's get downtown and Thug Pro. <laughs> so, who would you consider to be one of your top mentors for teaching you how to play the game, um, even whether through it's a video or someone that you played with online? Um, I never mentioned this before, um, but it was Seth. Seth, uh, the one who recently um, made that video of, of that creative park. Oh, Seth, yeah. yeah. I, I, at the time, he was in TS. And um, when I started improving, I have n no idea how to do it. And um, I found a random video from Seth teaching how to improv. And uh, up until this day, I still follow some of the tips showed in that video. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's the only instructional video I ever seen from a specific player, and then just uh, random tutorials from players that uh, I don't I don't quite remember at the moment. Yeah, that was sort a cool. That was a cool creative yeah. park. That was a th that was a great video too. Really good stuff. Loved it. Very skilled player. Yeah, Seth. Hmm. All right, so let's uh, let's jump over and we're going to take a look at a video here from this uh, particular group that you were part of, <clears throat> and this is the INC. And if, I, if I'm saying that wrong, if it's Inc. instead of INC, just <laughs> tell yeah. me. <laughs> so for Inc, um, talk about Inc. Talk about this clan a bit. How did it get started, and and uh, what's kind of the history of this one? Well, Inc. started in one of uh, Levis and I. Improv sessions. Uh, Levy is the the main leader. We used to just observe each other for hours, for hours, and um, he was he was also an NG member, by the way. Um, okay. I learned I learned a lot from him actually. Uh, a very skilled player. Uh, funny thing though, um, I didn't even know he was an NG. Um, oh, that's funny. <laughs> I was until I started playing took pro that I saw him with the tag, and uh, C Walker told me, uh, "Hey, yeah, he's he's level, a great player," and um, it was like, "Yeah, I I know that." So anyhow, um, we became good friends pretty quick. I was surprised by how good he was, and how was how was it possible that I never heard anything about him throughout all these years. Sure. So one night, one night we just decided to just make a clan, but uh, we didn't have a name yet. So we took our time to think about a good name that was good looking, simple. I can't really remember to the options we had at the time, but uh, then Levy throws a name and I wasn't sure about the name at first. Um, but then it just started to grow on me each time I'm looking at it. And I just told him, um, yeah, that's the one. Ink, it's going to be our name. Ink, yeah. And well, uh, after that, our main purpose was to recruit newest talents uh, from the game. And uh, we were quite strict with that. Of, of course, if an old school player was interested in joining us, so be it. Um, they were more than welcome to, to do so. If they accomplished um, Levis and I standards, sure. um, 
Yeah, and uh, well, uh, at some point the client had pretty good players in it. There was there was Idem, which is a well a very known improv player. Idem mm-hmm. that is from EX now. Um, Voyage, um, it's a Argentinian player who is, who won the TLT Techlist tourney. Yes. Um, then there's Vega, uh, amazing player as well. Yes. Um, and well, the the current team. Big Sur, Gene, Softless, Benny, Crass, Slash. So, yeah, that's uh, a little bit of Ink story in the game. Heavy hitters. That's a it's a it's a top notch it's top notch players. Good good bunch of players on this team for <laughs> sure. Yeah, they're all good. And uh, just a side question: all of any. Ink players active aside from Levy. Um, Bunny, um, Bandwidth. Uh, I don't know if you have seen him. Mm-hmm. He's active. Uh, I saw Slash, I think, the other day. But uh, there's Edom plays, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's in EX now, but um, yeah, I think just two players are the most active. Right now is is I can't say it. Bioxer, boxer. Oh yeah, but big sir, he's big sir. <laughs> am I forgetting? How am I forgetting him? The only he's reason I know this player. is because I'm watching the video right now, <laughs> and he's playing. So <laughs> yeah, I cheated. He's active as well. He's active. <clears throat> okay, um, discuss the Hispanic Tony Hawks Pro Skater community. How many active players would you say were involved or are involved, and would you say that it's still thriving? Well, there are quite a few, actually. Um, the the first one that comes to mind is uh, MC Mercury. Yeah. Um, from Venezuela. Then there's Pinky Two from Colombia. Right now, I'm just mentioning new players that I've met in Took Pro. Um, Gene, it's also a good player. He's from Colombia. But um, but I still think the Hispanic community, uh, the Hispanic community community is not that huge, um, at least in the pro level. And um, well, there are more antique players like uh, Brassbox, for example. Brassbox is from Brazil. Uh, well, Voyage from Argentina. Although I think he is not active anymore. Um, and I'm sure there uh, there must be more. I'm just very bad at remembering names. <laughs> uh, you and me both. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you created an interactive website for a Hispanic community um, called THPS LA. We got that website pulled up right now. What led you? What led you to want to do that? And how successful has it been? Um. I don't know. I just wanted to. Um, when you're a kid, you just uh, don't think about doing things. You just do them. Um, I remember thinking if there are great THPS players from the States, from Europe, uh, I'm sure they were they were going to be good Latin American players if I get them all the tools they need um, to become either improv players or high score players. And um, 
yeah, I, I think that's how we started the, the website. So through your dedication to helping the Hispanic community of Tony Hawk players by building THPS LA, how did it feel to see the progression of some of these players of their gameplay because of the resources that you provided? Okay. Um, well, not a lot, I think. Yeah, not a lot. I think um, a few of them have. Yeah, let me see. Um, well, there's Tom from Fun. I remember there was a guy called Panda. Well, most of them, you guys won't even ring a bell because the Hispanic community used to play in the rooms. Uh, but there are recognizable names such as Tom, Voyage, and uh, I have a lot of people. I have a lot of people registered in the website with uh, weird and cringy names, nicknames, <laughs> uh, who, whose players' names either had been changed or they just stopped to play. Um, but it was nice to see Tom and Voyage become even better than I am. Great players both. I think they're great players. Uh, yeah, this is cool. I should have actually asked you for the for a login to log into the site so we could take a look at some of this. I was a little bit. Uh... I can I can I can add add you right now if you like. <laughs> uh, it's probably wouldn't be, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea just so we could take a look at some of these. Um, but you can drop it in the chat if you want in in our chat. They're on Discord. Um, but we'll continue moving down this and then we'll take a look at it. Uh, this is cool though. I love to see this kind of stuff. It's it's uh, it's awesome. Any kind of grassroots type community efforts that are put forth by anybody in the Tony Hawk community, I love to see it. Um, it's 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 awesome to see that you'd take the time to put forth the effort and then just have kind of that passion for the Hispanic community and, and try to get some of these techniques and things like that done in Spanish so that people could really figure out and understand how to how to perform them to improve their own gameplay. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So it looks like we got we got us a log we got a log in here. So let's get logged in and let's take a look. And it's going to be a perfect segue into um, into this next into this next question. So give me just two seconds here, and we'll get logged in and we can take a look at some of these some of these videos. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. So. So right here it looks like you take some of the classic, uh, some of the classic stuff. We got Mr. Freeze and Brazvorax, Tony Hawk Four. Um, you got Eat This uh, from Drist. You got Fear from Weasel. Yeah. Chest of Memories from Brazbox. All of these I recognize for sure. So you're kind of you took these and you have now translated them and, and put them into Spanish. Um, so the focus of the site to provide tutorials, gameplay tips, as well as improv via videos, uh, all in Spanish. Had you found there was a hunger for these things within the Latino community that was just not being met? Well, not exactly. Um, I feel like most of the players uh, played the game just for fun. Um, mm. It was like, it was another game for them. They couldn't, I mean, they could enjoy doing high score, but uh, never in a high level of play. Um, the same thing with tagging. Um, if they ever saw you doing this kind of high-level stuff, such as continuing your combo after zero for hours, 
they will have instantly thought that uh, you were cheating. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah. that. That's why I created the page to to send a message to those players that uh, hey, there there's a possibility that you can also play like them and uh, you can improve your gameplay. If you are interested, here there's this website. Um, that's the main reason I started to play the page. Uh, not because the community was asking for one, but uh, I just thought they needed it. Yeah. I love some of the terminology that you use in here, and I, I, I don't, I'm not fluent in Spanish by any, but with some of the acronyms, air teleplant, <laughs> and I say tele as a shout out to Mike, uh, air manual, um, and then you have power plant, which I haven't ever heard that a terminology before, and then air manual, air teleplant, vert wall ride. Some of these are just, they're called super butt slap. Some of these I've just never heard the terminology before. So <laughs> this is weird. cool. That That's some weird names I, I, I named those, those techniques. Um, that's the name I, I named them. I don't know how they officially were named. I just named it like that. <laughs> sure. I don't know if they're, they're, they're fine. Oh, by the way, the power plant, it's just like... Um, like a normal wall plant, but uh, with an with the with a creative uh, creative trick. Yeah, that's basically. Oh, a... okay, got it. Yeah. Hope you're enjoying the website, dude. Yeah, absolutely. This is cool. This is cool to, to kind of cruise around in on and check this out. So Red Bull, you stated that you had started playing Thug Pro in 2016. Did you ever take a break from playing the series before that? Uh, not at all. Um, I I kept playing Tau when everyone in the community was moving on to Thug Pro. Um, I was still playing it. Uh, I think that was the time I reached my first billion <laughs> because I was so bored playing alone that uh, I began to try my first billion. <laughs> so yeah, um, <laughs> eventually I did it, yeah. But never took a, an hiatus from, from the game, no. And I Only guess now. that kind of makes sense. Well then, so here's a here's an off-the-cuff question for you then. So did you play Project 8 and Proving Ground after those came out? Did you get into those? I mean, obviously with Project 8, you didn't see you know the online play like what we would have been used to. Um, and then... Um, yeah, did you play those? Did you get into those, no. or you stayed with you stayed with Thaw? Exactly. Yes. No, I, I never had the chance to play those games, and uh, I wasn't really interested. And also, my computer was so bad at the time. <laughs> yeah. That um, you only could afford Thaw graphics. Got it. it. Okay. Yeah. Run on to other games now. Huh. I wish. I wish to though. Um, Project 8 and uh, Proving Ground looks great games, but I, I just never had the chance. Maybe mm -hmm. once in PS2, but that's it. No. Sure. So um, let's hit you with the uh, long-standing question that we ask all of our improv guests. Uh, what would you consider to be true improv? Well, okay, this is this is a really, really hard one because, um, well, for me, um, true improv is 
it's like finding the balance between flow, um, unpredictability, and creativity. If you can find a way to play with these three elements, for me, you have reached a true level of, of improv, a true level of improv. Um, it doesn't matter if you play smooth, fast, or the pace between the two, or even both. Uh, if you can, if you can be unpredictable while being creative, and on top of that, you maintain a, a good flow throughout your combo. For me, you are doing true improv. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's good perspective. Well said. And second to that first question, is it possible for a player in 2021 to achieve a pure and true improv run on a level that they have played hundreds of times already? Uh, it is it is possible, but uh, it's going to be much harder. Um, in a competition, for example, if I will have to do extra mental work, I mean, I will have to do extra mental work in order to play completely different than I used to. In Kyoto, for example, or Histele, which are my two main levels, um, I think you can I think you can easily tell if someone have played in that map several times before. Um, he hits the same pole over and over. He may know the principle while right bounces of that level. Um, you can catch him doing the same thing twice in the same run. So yeah, uh, there there are several ways, and it, it is possible, but uh, it's going to be quite difficult. I, I think that's 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 what I think. So is it interesting then to try to achieve that? This is off the cuff too. I mean. So it's difficult to pull it off. So because of there is an element of challenge to get something that's pure, true, really amazing improv. Is that interesting to you? Is that a challenge? Is that something that's kind of fun to you to be able to still try to find something that's pure, something that's, you know, maybe hasn't been done before? Exactly. Yeah. I think no one have ever reached to that level. Any mm -hmm. player. I at least for me, no one. And I think uh, everyone is striving to that. Um, it makes the game more interesting, you know, uh, more entertained. Are you still trying to play the game and uh, improve my gameplay with those three uh, elements, you know? Um, right. Unpredictability, flow, and creativity. If I can reach those three uh, things, um, I'll be done with the game. But um, until that, I'll, I'll continue to play. Hmm. Wow. Uh, so this is always a topic of controversy. Do you take issue with people overusing or abusing text and improv? WRBs, uh, BRJs, mm -hmm. all of teleplants, <laughs> all all of that kind of stuff. Do you have yeah. any issues? Can it be overused? Well, if it is for entertaining purposes, I think, yeah, yeah sure, go ahead. Um, but if it is for competition you will have to accomplish that balance that I mentioned before um, between, between unpredictability, creativity, and flow. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to be hard if you can, if you can like, uh, do all the sticks, techniques in a combo and um, look flowy at the same time. 
you know, right. or being unpredictable at the same time. It's going to be difficult. And if you can do it, go ahead, do it. Sure. So can you, we would like for you to give a quick shout out to some players that you feel are top improv players who have influenced you and contributed to how you approach improv. Huge shout outs to, to Drist and Jens. Um, both great dudes, by the way. Uh, above all, I like that these two players have maintained their essence after all these years. Even though they are really old players, um, they are still crushing it. Yeah, they're, they're, still, um, they're still really, really good in the game. Yes. So huge shout outs to Drist and Jens. Love it. Uh, so we we hinted at it and talked about it a little bit earlier. You recently participated in the I five tournament. How do you feel you played in the tourney? <laughs> Man, uh, I did so bad. <laughs> I did so so bad. You know, I, I came to the conclusion that I, I just suck at tournaments. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is the only tournament that that is screw up. There were several that I participated. In the past years, in um, some people was was like excited that it was in it, but I ended up doing a lame performance. <laughs> uh, Shame said the same thing about his performance when we had him on. So, <laughs> that, yeah, that that is something I have to figure out. You know, to learn how to overcome the nervousness, the anxiety, and uh, just have fun. Sure, I think. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure there was a little bit of nerves going against one of your influences, Jens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was against Jens and all this. Yeah, uh, I, I did really bad. <laughs> uh, that's a bummer to hear. I, I did too, but that's okay. I I I, uh, I participated. You did great, man. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, first content from the Dode Man in a long time. Anyway. So I five had one of the largest purses as was generally very and was generally very well received within the community. Was it fun for you to see that much excitement for a game that is now over twenty years old? It was, yeah. Um I remember everyone was really excited about it. Uh, me included, of course. Uh, man, I I began playing the game after the previous uh, I tournament, which which is crazy. It was a long time ago. Oh wow! So you started playing after I after I four. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And then I I I I comes in. It, it was it was awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Gosh, it had to be fun to, to play in a tournament uh, of that pedigree that you've heard about, you know, all this time, and you finally get exactly. to, to participate. That's really cool. <clears throat> uh, Just so, to ruin it. Yeah, go ahead. Just to ruin it. No, that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so recently, you uh, then then you go right after uh, we go right after that. You uh, you. Uh, participated in Act Two, um, Andy Phipps Community Tournament Two, and made it to um, Round Two, teaming up with your clanmate Homeboy. How was your experience preparing for and competing in Act Two? And did you ever think we'd see two Tony Hawk tournaments in 2021, offering a, a, over a thousand dollars in prize money? It's it's insane, man. <laughs> Seeing Andy uh, Andy playing again, and uh, even streaming. 
organizing a tournament with such such prize pool was awesome. Uh, I never even thought we were gonna live to see uh, such a tournament with that amount of money involved. It's crazy, yeah. And the reception from the community was also pretty good, pretty cool. How they sign off, uh, tweet and supported it, yeah. And do you hope that we see uh, more tournaments that continue to be held in the future for the Tony Hawk community? I really hope so. Yeah, um, you know, this type of tournaments uh, encourage new players to improve their game. So even if we don't have a new tournament later this year, there there will be still players who are preparing for that moment right now. And... Uh, that is going to go going to keep the community alive. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's going to be more. I think uh, we've already seen Andy hint at an Act Three, um, so that'll be cool. And uh, who knows? Who knows what else might pop up here over the course of time um, in regards to some sweet tournaments for for the foreseeable future. Uh, so let's talk some about your video, uh, your, your, uh, gosh, what should I say? Your body of work and videos, cause you have a lot of them. Um, so y y you've got a really strong library of videos that you have produced as well as contributed parts to what interested you into getting into video production? Well, I think watching videos from other players encouraged me to make my own videos. Um, I also wanted to create something that uh, can entertain and uh, hopefully transmit some kind of emotion. Um, still to this day, I, I don't think I have ever created like a really, really good video. So um, that, I think that's also what keeps me playing this game through all these years. Um, just wanting to make to to create a really, really good video. Yeah. It's like a hobby as well. <laughs> so your video series, Fury of the Bull, are some of the most amazing improv videos from recent history. Can you tell us which volume was your favorite? Um, I like how different all of them are. <laughs> but uh, my favorite is definitely the, the fourth one, though. So, uh, I think he. I, I think I have achieved what I wanted with that one, because um, I'm just so happy that it has it has reached more than a thousand views. It has reached more than a thousand views. Yeah, and uh, being a being an improv video with more than twenty minutes, uh, I, I think the I think the format of the video uh, and the music and the editing. And uh, the quests uh, participation, uh, Levy, Rab, and Dragon, and how I was introducing each one of them throughout the the video helped a lot. Um, so yeah, um, the fourth part I think was well, is is my favorite till this day. That's awesome. The fourth part, I thought you said the third part. I'm jumping back and forth between them. I've got them up oh, here on I'm, YouTube. I'm <laughs> Yeah, the, the fourth one, yeah. <laughs> four, four. Yeah, I got you. Minutes. More than I got you. Minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, we'll keep watching this while we're continuing this dialogue here. What are, uh, what are, which of your other videos are some of your favorites besides uh, this Fables Four? Well, there's this video called Bull in Japan, which was just basically a Kyoto improv video. It was the first time I used the original song of each clip. Um, and the way I edited it was quite particular at the time. Um, a really, a really weird video, <laughs> but it was good. Yeah. Um, the, um, then another one of my favorites is a billion of first try. Um, the history behind that video is kind of funny. I, uh, I mentioned it before that I wasn't that of a good high school player. Right. Right. Um, well, I lied. I was really, really bad. I was so bad that <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't even keep uh, the high score line in his delay for more than a minute straight. Um, I ended up going out of the line every time, and with the chance, <laughs> with the chance of going back to it, I was just improving around the map. And um, of course, I never could make it <laughs> back to the line. <laughs> so. That's what a billion of first try is. Just a, just a compilation of improv clips that uh, I didn't even meant to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Those two are one of my favorites. I'm just mesmerized by. I, I <laughs> like watching you play. This is great. We're watching the Fury of the Bulls four here. Um, look for it, folks. Uh, it's available. Um, THPS Videos YouTube channel. Oh, I'm sorry? Oh, I was just commenting on where the people could watch or, yeah, they could check out oh, uh, okay. Fury of the Bulls 4. Yeah, please watch it. Increase increase the views. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so there has been a recent discussion within our community regarding uh, video length. Some feel that videos have gotten too long, while others are of the mind that the longer the better. What do you feel is an appropriate Tony Hawk video length for an individual video and also a team video? Yeah, I saw that discussion. Um, but man, to me, uh, there's no appropriate time for, for any kind of video. Um, as long as you can keep me entertained during all this time, huge props to you. Um, you know, you know why I say that? Because... I've seen really, really long videos like the, the like the fun TVs uh -huh. that that keep me that kept me uh, hooked, and uh, and I've also seen short videos that I found really boring, and it was like, okay, next, uh, I I couldn't end it, so anything is possible at this point. And so to you. Yeah, it's about the it's about the quality of the content, not the length. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anything is possible at this point. It depends on each player or team uh, creativity, in my opinion. That's well said. There you heard it, Ghost. <laughs> Love Ghost, you, Ghost. Ghost was the was the primary one uh, <laughs> saying uh, videos tend to be too long. So, <clears throat> still yeah, giving well, Ghost hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has this, their point of views, you know. I respect him. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right. So you had a, you had a nice little clip in TLTV 2020. Uh, were you happy with your part? We're taking a look at that right here in, uh, in Fun Park. Or no, sorry, in um, Skate Ranch. Skate, skate yeah. Ranch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I barely appear in that video. <laughs> uh, and that's fine. I mean, I, I suck at finding transfers and and weird stuff like that. Um, the rest of the team, on the other hand, were simply amazing. Um, they killing it. They they killed the whole video. Um, it is a great video, but uh, definitely not because of me. <laughs> and um, and that's okay. I I'm fine with it. Still looking at my two seconds of the of the video. Uh, we watched it. We watched your part of it. <laughs> yeah, shame, shame, uh, shame had the same to say. He didn't have a very long part. I think he said he had two clips in it, and they were both pretty short in that in that uh, team video. So, so with regards to video content, do you prefer just pure gameplay videos or videos with a heavy concept and are heavily edited? Um, gameplay videos, for sure. Um, and if those videos have uh, a, a little bit of both, even better. Um, shout-outs to, to Rev and Groovy, by the way. Um, for Untitled Video, uh, one of my favorite videos, um, to me, is the, is the perfect example of doing both things uh, in a balanced way. Um, both um, gameplay and... Um, and the editing of the video, it's just amazing. I, li I like the video a lot. Yeah, untitled video. If you haven't heard of it, it's a good, it's a good video. Freddie's got it right here for us. <laughs> we'll take a quick gander at that to give an example of some uh, quality in the gameplay um, as well as some great concepts and editing. Um, and that's what we're talking about right here. This is a, a un, untitled video uh, for Thug Plus uh, 2018 from Groovy and Rav uh, coming at you right here. So a little bit of a concept here. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a, I like uh, I like them both as well, and I think that's good. I think Nacho does a good job as well editing and putting together some conceptualized type stuff uh, combined with good gameplay too. So. He even and he even adds a story behind it. So yes. Completely different category. Yeah. So, do you have any video projects currently in the works? I do. Yeah. Um, currently working on the sixth part of the Fury of the Bull series, and. Um, it's going to take a while though because um, I, I want it to be really uh, near perfect since um, it's probably going to be the only video uh, I'm going to release this year. Uh, it's it's going to have uh, yeah it's going to have kind of the same pro format of of the fourth part. Three uh, it's it's going to be like three videos in one. Uh, so well you can imagine the final length of the video. <laughs> it's not going to be groovy approved, is it, Red Bull? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I said groovy, I meant ghost. <clears throat> So as we know, uh, Vicarious Visions was acquired by Blizzard. And with that move, do you feel that the future of this series is bright? Would you like to see maybe some DLC for 1 plus 2 or even a remaster of 3 plus 4? Yeah, um, I would really like to. Um, but uh, since Blizzard uh, acquired Vicarious Visions, they were like ignoring our petitions for new stuff to the game. Hmm. Which is a shame because... Uh, I really wanted to like one plus two, but uh, but for me, you know, it, it's a it's a boring game at this point. Online online gameplay is lame. Uh, you know, they, they should they should have add uh, observer mode, um, so you can you can see each other, you know, with your friends, uh, and you can you can also play with your friends or. Or I think you can, but not the way we were used to do it, you know, in in Two Pro. Uh, but yeah, no, for me it's it's not an enjoyable game at this point. But but again, you know, uh, huge props to the pros in the community. Uh, you know, the the high score hardcore players like Diablo, um, Sin mostly as well. They're they're killing it in the game. Good yeah. for them. Yeah, for sure. So there's this. Uh, <clears throat> you have this uh, concept of of you definitely would love to see the series continue but if if there isn't some drastic changes or improvements to online play then you feel like it's going to end up very similar to how one plus two did fairly short life and shelf span because you can't play it online effectively and in the sense of you really enjoy observing in like a game like trick attack so that you can watch other people play the game and that's kind exactly. of it's kind of how you guys play right exactly yes it's just completely different that um than took pro and uh and the way we're we're really used to play the game, so right. because of that, uh, that's the main reason I'm not that interested in it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so as you look back on your Tony Hawk's Pro Skater career, what advice would you give to new players who are just getting into the series? Okay. Um, well, if uh, my advice, if if there's some player you enjoy watching. If you have watched a video that somehow had an impact in you, and uh, and and you someday want to do what they are doing, just go for it. But uh, but remember always that it's just a game, um, a small escape from reality. Um, so yeah, it, it is what it is. It's just a game, and so stri strive to become. Um, better every time uh, but you know enjoy the ride uh, have fun uh, enjoy the game after all because it, that is what it is yeah hmm. good advice and here's the final question from myself and Dode before we get to some discord questions Red Bull do you plan to continue to play the Tony Hawk series for the foreseeable future to be honest, I'm not sure at this point. Um, I, as you guys have heard, I, I r never really took a hiatus, so uh, I might be. Ta See, yeah, it, it might be the time for one. 
sometime soon. Ah. <laughs> One video this yeah. year. Hopefully that's not a gloom for things to come, but understood. You can uh, be involved. I think for most players, people that really get into this series and play it hardcore, you know, I think we all take little breaks here and there. I know I have for sure. Um, so sometimes that can be a healthy exactly. thing. And then if something comes back, like all of the rest of the American Wasteland levels get added to Thug Pro. <laughs> That's a good reason to come back, right? <laughs> yeah, you have heard it gone. <laughs> yeah. Please, come on. I love it. <clears throat> all right, just a couple questions from Discord here. Um, if uh, uh, yeah. Man, I cannot talk tonight. I'm all over the map. <laughs> this one is from Jesse. What is your favorite flavor of Red Bull, and why is it watermelon? Probably the the most important question of this whole podcast. Well, um, I, I think it's the best flavor ever. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a thing uh, until I Googled it. Uh so I, I prefer regular Red Bull um, until that flavor reaches Peru, I guess. Yeah, I didn't even know it existed. I'm sorry. No water. You haven't tried the watermelon Red Bull. <laughs> no, I never. <laughs> sorry. Jesse's saying in chat, you got to try Well, Jesse, you apparently need to ship him a can of watermelon Red Bull to Peru so he can uh, so he can try it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and give him a review, man. There you go. <laughs> Here's a question from Wanted. He asks, are you moving your camera while improving? I do. Um, huh. The camera is very helpful in the game. It can help you see where you're landing um, to move across the map, um, to ease your manual drift, and uh, even for direction change in a... Uh, in an effective way. Uh, I do move my camera, yeah, constantly. That's that's a cool take. I, I do a little bit. I find it hard to I find it hard to get my my center. That's actually a really good question to ask people. I've never even thought about asking do you do you, Freddie, do you move your camera when you play? That's an old school King of the Hill tip. You move your camera around to see where everybody's at or what your next move is going to be. Oh, see, you guys are oh, expanding man. my mind right now. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good tip, by the way. I didn't know that. Uh oh, Freddie's giving away trade King of the Hill secrets. You heard it here on the THPS podcast. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'll be good now in code. <laughs> All right, let's hear it from Twitch chat. How many of you uh, move your camera around while you play Tony Hawk? Is there anybody in chat uh, that were that's uh, shouted out so far? Uh, we crowds in here. Jesse, Ghost, do you guys move your camera? Jesse says he doesn't cough. King of the Hill. <clears throat> huh? That's an. I would think. I would like. I don't know. That's bizarre. Jesse also says he does when he's in big air and looking for a wall plant, wall ride bounce, or a doink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it is for that as well, yeah. Huh. Ghost says uh, that they move the camera around from time to time, but not often. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, 
we got time for a couple of questions from Twitch chat. Uh, we have one uh, from Ghost. Ghost asks, uh, what is a doubles video you would like to see happen that hasn't been done yet? Um, from any player in the community? Just double video? Yeah, I, would, I think so. Uh, let me think. Um, you know what? What will be crazy to see uh, two of the most fast players. I would like to see Jens and Raf in a video, you know. These two players are crazy in their gameplay. Uh, fortunately, Rav doesn't play anymore, I think. But yeah, they will, they will be nuts. There will mm -hmm. be a good imp uh, double improv video between these two. Doubles video, who did it best? <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the good Devils videos, but yeah, hmm, that's good. Uh, one last call out. Any uh, any further questions from Twitch for our esteemed guest, Red Bull, who has not yet tried a watermelon Red Bull? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Uh, yeah, uh, so Red Bull, this is the time in the podcast where we uh, turn the floor over to you. Is there anything that you haven't talked about or that you have coming up or any shout-outs that you'd like to give that maybe you haven't had an opportunity to do so yet? The floor is yours, sir. It's uh, your time, and uh, please feel free to uh, say anything you'd like to say kind of in closing remarks here. Um, well, to the community, to I guess uh... – Keep, please keep making amazing videos because uh, th that is what kept uh, keeps the game alive. And uh, those uh, like fun TVs, you know, Jehu, for example, um, this TH4 um, mixtape that plus and uh, NTNG. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, that's great. Um, so, so yeah, uh, you're all. Uh, if you can please keep making those, I'll, I'll really appreciate. They're very entertaining, and uh, yeah, uh, I hope you you like my next video. By the way, uh, it's gonna be out not soon, but uh, some in some time in the year, and uh, uh, I'll do my best to do a really good video for you guys. Um, I already have my special guests. Well, there there's one uh, special guest missing. Uh, but there's two who are already in it, and I am um, still working on the best of the best clips for you guys. So, um, as I said before, I, I want it to be near perfect. So, uh, I'm just picking the best improv clips for it. I hope you guys like it. It's going to be out uh, soon, and uh, I already have the music, and... Uh, I don't want to reveal the length of the video. Um, <laughs> I might. I'm probably gonna scare a ghost. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I bet Ghost watches it anyway. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> don't get bored. Uh, ghost. So yeah, that's all I'm gonna reveal right now. I already have the music, and yeah, hope you guys like it when when it drops. Awesome. We're looking forward to it. I know I'll look forward to it with uh, eager anticipation. 
uh, you put out some awesome content. Looking forward to seeing even more. And thank you guys for doing this, by the way, for inviting me. And uh, uh, all of this that you're organizing for the community, it's just great. This podcast, the podcast is, I'm sorry, I can't talk. This uh, podcast is just amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Please keep doing it as well. <laughs> well, we appreciate your uh, we appreciate you taking the time to do this, uh, Red Bull. This has been a lot of fun. I didn't know a whole lot about you, and it's been it's been awesome to get to know you better here through this process. And uh, just as always is the case with uh, anybody that's come and taking the time, so uh, we really appreciate it. And thank you so much for giving us your time and and um, super good stuff. So, all right, so we're gonna. Yeah, you bet. We're gonna we're gonna wind this down here for this episode. Um, so uh, Red Bull, you're welcome to drop off the call if you'd like. Uh, we're just gonna get ready to go here and introduce our next guest and uh, and wrap her up here. All right, later cool. guys. All right, thank you. Bye. All right, good time getting to know Red Bull there a little bit. This is uh, it's a lot of fun as always with. Uh, with anybody in the community, we always we always enjoy just getting to know everybody, being a part. It's just so fun. <clears throat> okay, huh? There I am in East LA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, hey, man. Yeah. Can you do you know who developed this level? Oh, I don't know. Might might be somebody that we might know. <laughs> it's probably it's probably somewhat some kind of fate or something that uh, that it ended up this way. But uh, we're going to introduce right now our next guest, and um, yeah. So coming up Saturday, May fifteenth, eight Eastern. Andy THPS is coming on the podcast. Now, I know we said before that he was coming on the podcast, but there were some scheduling things out of our control. We just It just didn't quite work the way that we hoped it would, but we have checked, confirmed, triple-checked everything. We're going to have Andy THPS uh, uh, on the podcast, and this is actually going to be – there's enough material and enough ground to cover with Andy. This is not just going to be contained with one episode. We're going to have two episodes with Andy. Uh, so part one um, is going to be there Saturday, May 15th, 8 Eastern. Andy THPS, lots of great stuff to cover with him. Um, he is, uh, he doesn't need any introduction. If you don't know who Andy is by now, then I don't know who you are either. <laughs> we have a lot of ground to cover. We have, we already have a lot of the questions ready to go for the first episode. Um, and, uh, He's talked a lot about kind of his history with the series, and uh, for those that don't know, he's been a developer now, not only for Neversoft, uh, but also for Vicarious Visions. Um, he's developed his own uh, mobile skate games for Epic Skater 1 and 2. Um, he's worked on a lot of stuff. Uh, he's awesome streamer um, and a good friend, and so um, we're really looking forward to the time with Andy. And uh, as Freddie alluded to, he's the designer of East LA, uh, one of the primary designers of the level. So at any rate, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to having a good time with, with Andy, and uh, it should be a really, really great 
a couple of episodes that we're going to have with him. So, Freddie, excited to have Andy on the podcast. Absolutely. You know, Andy's been going hard in the stream game ever since 1 plus 2 came out. So it's going to be really interesting to uh, have him be, become a part of our stream. And just there's just so much to talk about. You know, it's, it's kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, uh, he's talked a lot about his history uh, in the series and stuff on his own streams, but kind of bits and pieces, little snippets here and there. So this is kind of going to bring it all into one central place where we can throw all these questions at him and ask all these things, and then it'll be kind of uh, a nice little uh, dialogue on uh, on so much of his history and, and uh, what he's doing now and, and everything else. So it's going to be great. We're looking forward to it, so... Thanks to everybody for your support. Thanks for joining. Thank you, Freddie, for your time as always. Um, and uh, we're going to get ready and we'll see everybody uh, on May 15th. Thanks again. Take care. We'll see you all later.